Hello and welcome to Ask Distract. This is a show where we squeeze the knowledge from all the members of the Distract team. And today we're talking about the key topic, should you advertise during a recession? So this is something that is really debated at the moment, something that is really spoken a lot about, obviously because of the, the current pandemic, but it's also a much wider topic. We're looking at Companies that advertised greatly through 2008, um, brands that came to the other side in a much stronger position, like the outlets of Amazon, Netflix, etc. And the key question I want to kind of pose for discussion is, what should you do during a recession? Should you hold back? Should you water down your marketing budget? Or should you attack to try and come through? So the first person I want to speak to about this is Tom Jacobs, the head of advertising. So Tom, what's your initial thoughts about this question? Yeah, so for me, it's um, it's not really a debate. I think that you should absolutely keep advertising during a recession. And there's four key reasons why I think that you should do it. So first of all, in your market space, other competitors are going to be thinking about the exact same thing and they're going to choose the other decision to you. They're either going to continue to advertise when you don't, or they're going to stop advertising when you do. So now let's think about what could happen if they continue to advertise when you don't. Well, your noise share in that market is going to be decreased because you're not advertising, which basically gets you out of the way for them to take more of your market space, more of your share of the market, more of your share of the noise in that market. So if you stop advertising, first and foremost, you're letting your resources down, you're letting your guard down, but also you're letting competitors in to share that noise. Second of all, continuing to advertise through a recession allows you to change your messaging, allows you to say, look, we are the brand of stability at this difficult time. Continue to buy from us. We're not going anywhere. It allows you to deploy that type of messaging if you continue to advertise through a recession. The other one that I was going to mention completely relates to what Tom's just said is that you shouldn't just stop advertising because you're in a certain situation. It's more about how you adapt to that situation. And that you had before might not work for this kind of situation so how do you tailor your message and tailor your campaigns to suit the people that are in that position so it's it's literally all about like learning that audience i think as well and understanding that the person who's buying has probably got completely different motivations and completely different circumstances to what they were before so advertise to that audience and don't just advertise normally because they're probably not going to react the same way that they were before a pandemic or before a recession or something like that so i think what you said tom is like spot on i think I think the, the, the really interesting thing that I, that I noticed and I've been doing some research on this over the last kind of few weeks is the sheer reduced cost you can now get from these platforms. Like there was a chart that came out um, yesterday that showed that it was about 20% cheaper to advertise on Facebook than it was beforehand, um, which gives you a really interesting opportunity, as Tom mentioned. I mean, it gives you an opportunity to, to go out there and completely attack um, the thing that I like about, uh, and, and the key thing here is commercially, you kind of have to have the head on as well, that is if you can afford to keep advertising. Because, you know, sometimes you are going to have to rein the belt in. Sometimes you are going to have to put staff wages above, you know, growth growth costs, et cetera. But, you know, if you've been a sensible business owner and you've took some money aside for a rainy day uh, and the opportunity is there, then, you know, absolutely what Tom and Kira said should, should, should hold true. You should absolutely go and attack. Um, but the thing that I find most interesting and the thing that, that we're doing ourselves is during a downturn, during a recession, like we said, advertising is much cheaper, which allows you to try riskier and bolder strategies without the previous cost. For example, if it was normally a pound a click, you're now roughly at 80p a click, let's say. So now it's costing you about 20% less to give that thing a go that you wanted to try once. 
Now, once you've given it a go and you've seen if it's worked or not, you then can put more and more and more resources in there. And what you're essentially doing with your market share is you're widening the gap between you and your competitors because most probably your competitors will be sitting on their hands, uh, putting their feet up, trying not to spend, you know, quote unquote, unnecessary resources. Whereas you're attacking the market, you're growing market share, you're pushing the boundaries. And for me, that's the most interesting thing when it comes to recessions, downturns. It's, are you brave enough? Do you back your product and service enough that when it really comes down to it, you want everyone to know about it? Because if that's not the case, if you don't think that's the way forward, then you probably have a product market fit issue anyway. And that's probably something you should be looking into. But if you really believe what you've got is right, if you really think that, that, that your market wants what you have, it doesn't matter if there is a recession or is a downturn, because if the consumer sees what you have and they want to buy it, they'll buy it. And so I think there's a, there's a unfortunately, in the marketing sphere and the agency land, there's this massive connotation with there's a downturn, let's reduce spend, let's wipe our marketing budget out, which is absolutely baffling, because this is the time when you can really get some competitive advantage over your competitors. Hey, I've got a question for you, actually. So, like, if a company now wants to do, let's just say, a more riskier campaign, considering the circumstances, how do you know it's because if, if let's just, and say let's just say like profits are up or I don't know, you know, you've got more leads than you have normally, how do you know that it's the it's not the audience in that circumstance or it's your campaign that's actually been effective? Do you get what I'm saying? I think I think it comes down to these things come down to when it comes to scalability of the campaign. So, you know, at first, let's say you know this this risky campaign is working and it, and it pulls through you'll start moving resources across to that campaign to scale it through. And then the question comes really to what's happening during a normal time. So let's say you're in a recession and it's boomed through and it's incredible. And then it's, we start going to a different season or a different pandemic or normal life or whatever it is. And it starts teetering down. And you know, it was obviously because of the, the current crisis. For example, if we were in a campaign now, which one of our clients is, which is a cleaning brand. And, you know, it's, it's absolutely boomed through the pandemic and you know, all this sort of stuff. And then all of a sudden the, you know, the pandemic stops, then what? It, that clearly was because of the pandemic. You know, you've, you've had, you know, two, three hundred, four hundred percent growth, and now you've not got two, three hundred, four hundred percent growth, and it's clearly because of the time of the time that, that happened. So I think you've got to look at wider market effects rather than just your conversions and data. Um, and that's one of the things that, you know, marketers um, need, to, need to do is, is go, okay, what's happening on the outside world? How could that be affecting my campaign? <clears throat> A good example would be if you were advertising the tube right now, I feel like I have to do that sort of cover-up cough there. If, I feel like if, if you're in the, in the tube right now and you spent all your money on advertising in the tube, obviously tube football is down. Um, so you can either sit there and go, well, tube advertising doesn't work, uh, or you can say, oh, tube football's down. So we have to look at these wider market effects to be able to determine the effect of a campaign. Uh, and once you do that, I think you'll be fine. But um, probably something that Tom's looked into in more detail as well, I assume. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this stuff isn't new. I mean, the idea of being able to advertise heavily in a recession when your competitors stop doing so and then maintaining that um, that gained position, that gained ground for years, decades to come, isn't a new concept. For example, in the 1920s, in the Great Recession, you had two main cereal brands. You had Post and you had Kellogg's in America. Post pulled their advertising all the way back. Kellogg's bumped it all the way up. The result, Kellogg's increased their market share by 30% and held that brand position as the market leader for decades to come and still maintain it now. You know, if anything, these recessions where the market is completely mixed up, your competitors are going to be doing things unpredictable, even pushing more advertising in or taking it all the way out, presents all of these, you know, these opportunities. And, and what you saw with Kellogg's there is they've taken opportunity where their key competitor pulled advertising out, forced advertising in, 
and you know 100 years later they continue to be the market leader on the back of it people listening this could be the very time that you make it this is a huge opportunity I completely, I completely agree. I, I, I think that we can be quite ruthless in our thought process and we can think, you know, unfortunately, you know, the, the times are down and, you know, we need to pull back. I think the big play here to make with a lot of people is to actually think to yourself, actually, this could be the moment that actually turns it around. I actually personally see opportunity in all this. I see, I see massive, massive opportunity for brands to, to push themselves slightly further do things that may be slightly riskier with a lower budget. Um, I think I genuinely think that during recessions is the time where great brands are made or lost. Um, and you have two options as a marketeer and an MD, and that is either you push through it and try and come out the other side of a stronger business, like the rise of Amazon. And literally, go and look at Amazon's stock price. It dropped by, um, I think it was around like 90, it dropped to about 80. And then literally two years later, it was like 120. You know, it's like, th th these things aren't like made up. These are the times where great businesses come to fruition. And they come to fruition because the bad businesses go bust. And, and, that, and that's just market corrections. That's capitalism, love it or hate it. The, the, the great businesses win and the bad businesses lose. And all a recession does is emphasize the good and emphasize the bad. And all marketing does is emphasize the market effect. So if you are a great business and you're in a difficult time and you have great marketing, you'll have a great business. If you have a bad business and you have you know, bad marketing, you have an awful business. It's just... It's, it's market effects amplified through marketing, marketing creativity. And that's all it is. And of course, this isn't limited to advertising as well. This isn't limited to the comms that you're putting out. Uh, so you mentioned Amazon there. And in 2009, you know, when we had the, the recession in the UK, what did they do? They introduced the Kindle and increased sales by 28% during a recession. So it's not necessarily just limited to advertising, introducing a new product or a new service that fills a new need of a potentially new target market is an absolutely way that you can grow through a recession. So the thing that is really interesting is seeing how brands pivot through these times. Like, you know, you look at big brands and the like, like, let's look at Next. So Next right now have shut all retail stores. I believe they've shot, shut all online stores as well. Um, now, Next is a great, great brand, a really, really lovely brand. I, I, you know, but, but the way their site is actually structured is shocking, in my opinion. Like, if you went to try and buy a, I don't know if anyone knew this, listen to this podcast, you can buy really premium t-shirts and stuff from Next. It's actually hidden away on the site where you can't really see it very well. Um, but the point is, they've turned everything off. Now, for a big, big beast to, to, to pivot to new areas is very, very hard. But for a small business to be able to pivot to new areas is relatively easy. Um, I, know a, I know a brand, for example, uh, let's look at uh, a small distillery in, in Lincolnshire. Uh, they make gin. Uh, they're called Pin Gin. They make gin at quite a reasonable scale. Um, this uh, pandemic happens. Gin sales you know, do, do pretty well. But they also see a massive call for more hand sanitizer. So they, they, they turn their distillery into making hand sanitizer and they donate 50% of what they make, right, in terms of the bottles, I believe, to the NHS for free. Um, now, that's a really, really good example of a brand pivoting towards, you know, demand and also to help uh, at a time of need. Now, it'd been really difficult for any big brand to be able to do such a big shift towards, away from what they do. But when you're a small, nimble, dynamic brand with an entrepreneur at the heart of it, you can pivot really, really quickly. And I think that they're the sort of areas when it comes to marketing through recessions and pandemics and all these downturns is can you not only push through with your marketing, can you not only push through, but can you also pivot your product to make it fit better within the current market conditions? And I think that's a really, really key thing to think about is yes, keep marketing, but can you pivot towards the recession with a Kindle or with the likelihood of the products to make sure you push through? And really, you know, I don't know the actual data on this, but it'd be interesting to look at after this podcast. 
if Amazon didn't release the Kindle, would their share price have gone up you know, post, post recession? We don't know, we assume probably, but maybe it was that pivot, that, that one decision made by someone internally at Amazon that really carried them through the recession quite easily. I think that you make a really fair point in the sense that, you know, if you are a small business and you do have the yes. ability to pivot quickly to be able to respond to rapidly changing marketing conditions, rapidly changing uh, needs of your target market, um, now is absolutely the time to roll the dice and try it. Because it's kind of like the laws of physics, the laws of of markets kind of go a little bit skewed during these times, you know, where people are making grand decisions like pulling their advertising. What other what other possible scenario would brands be seeing that as a feasible thing to do? You know, I can't think of any. So, so, you know, the fact that, you know, the, the laws, the rules of markets are kind of um, complete skewed during this time absolutely makes it the right time for you to roll the dice and try something. I think the interesting thing is when, sorry, Kia, when you, when you sit, when you sit there and think about why it's okay, I think it's literally okay because to run a business, you legally need a lawyer for various areas. You legally need an accountant for various areas. You don't legally need a marketing team. And I think that's, the, I think that's literally the fundamental issue. It's, okay, what's the thing we don't legally need? And they just cut it, and it's baffling. But Kira, go on, go for what you were saying. Um, I think it was kind of similar to what you were saying, Pete, is that, like, similarly in that the marketing, marketing department, in my personal opinion, because I'm going to work for it, is probably one of the most important things because yeah, you could have all this amazing data, you could have all this amazing new product, but if you don't have that department getting it out there to as many people as possible in the right way, no one's gonna no one's gonna look at your service, no one's gonna buy it. So I think, yeah, investing in your marketing team and pushing those ideas as far as you possibly can is, the, is literally the best thing you could possibly do in this situation, in my opinion, from my professional point of view, because like, like you said, like Tom was saying, the market's so open at the moment because people are backing down. People are leaving. You had this much space to advertise and now you've probably got this much space. And if you can slot yourself and take a massive chunk of that space and say, look, I'm this brand. Yes, we are, do we are helping people in this time. So we are, you know, we're, we're, per we're people at the same time. We're not just machines and money-making business. We are there to help people. But, you know, at the same time, look at us. We're a brand get yourself out there and if in the pandemic you are that brand that was there people are going to remember you afterwards as well they're not just gonna they're not just here in the now right today brands advertising isn't just about getting that thing out in that second people think of brands five years down the line when they didn't necessarily need that product then but they'll think about it later as well and it's really important to keep that name out there and keep that brand up there with i spoke i spoke to a um a, a contact of mine in the business world that spends about two two million pounds a year on um, Google Ads, and he said to me, um, "They've increased their budget um, from that amount past the point where the multiplier was holding." So, for everyone listening to the podcast, what that basically means is that um, he was basically getting um, one pound in for one pound out. So he's breaking even on the first year, but the client would stay for four years. So it essentially was one pound in, four pound out, give or take. And as he scaled the campaign, it started to go into one pound in, one pound, one pound 40 in, one pound out. Um, so he's actually making a loss on that first year. But he said to me that it's a, it's a, this is, this is during this, you know, this, this coronavirus situation. He said, everyone else is pulling out. I'm pushing market share in. I'm now losing money on acquiring customers, but I know that that's me basically buying market share for the next four years. Cause if they do say, so if your first year he loses money, Second year, he breaks, he breaks even. Third year profit, fourth year profit. He's buying market share at a loss. 
And he said that it's absolutely baffling to him that brands are willing to basically sacrifice market share by pulling their budgets because he's just going straight in and slotting in and scaling it through. And for me, that is the most level-headed business decision I've ever made. Basically, the opportunity you have, the opportunity you essentially have as a business owner is to sit there, look at everyone pulling out and go, let me buy market share. And, and if, if, that, if those businesses that are pulling, you know, let's say a business has 20% market share and they came to you and they offered to sell it for you, to sell it to you, you would probably buy it. Now, what you're essentially doing with the advertising is when they pull out of their advertising, you have the option to buy their market share through advertising. It's just not a dead transaction, but essentially what you're doing is you are technically buying market share for a undercut price. And I think when you think of it, commercially from that perspective like this contact that makes so much bloody sense you know they're pulling back on their marketing i'll increase it i'll make a small loss on the acquiring customers but i know they'll stay for four years therefore in, in, in year three and four i'll make a profit and that's when you think commercially and not emotionally about the situation you're like that is fucking incredible that is absolutely top and this is why the guy's spending two million pounds a year in advertising because he really gets it you know he gets it and, and the, the best marketing directors, managing directors, entrepreneurs understand that when you spend money in advertising and you get something in return and you look after those customers for four or five years, the return is huge. So I think that it's often a mindset. And I, and I think the place where we're, we're really quite lucky here at Distract is that some of my friends who run agencies, you know, a lot, a lot of their clients came in and were like, look, we need to cut marketing budgets. We've been quite lucky in the sense that it hasn't really happened with us. And I think it's because of, our clients understand it. They, they sit down and have regular conversations with us and understand the reason you don't do these things and the reason that now is a time to attack. And I think that's the reason our clients understand it. We have genuinely commercial conversations about things, which is, you know, if you pull back now, you're probably, yeah, you're going to save, you know, X, X thousand pounds a week, but you're actually losing out on gaining, you know, hundreds of thousand pounds potential of market, market, um, you know, market um, share, which you never ever would have a chance of getting ever again. So I think if you do want to do that in the future, you have to spend a lot more than you're going to spend now. It's thinking three steps ahead and not just thinking, right, what's right in front of me now? What am I going to do? It's thinking, what have I got in front of me and how is that going to impact me in, like you said, three, four years time? It's really important to think that way. I, I agree. I think, I think, I think um, marketing teams, um, I, I still believe that being a marketing manager is the hardest job you can actually have in business. I think that, you know, you're often, uh, looked down upon by MDs in some cases. You're often um, not supported um, completely. You're often told to do everything, which you can't physically do. And during times like this, you know, your budget's cut. And, and, it's, and I feel very, very sorry for marketing managers in that case because this is a time when you, you really have a chance of earning your cheese. This is a time where you really can you know, roll your sleeves up and, and get into it. And, you know, some of the, let's say PR, for example, which we haven't really spoke about during this, but the results the PR team are getting during this period of time is phenomenal because the media want things and they want them now. And it's an absolute dream for PR land. But, you know, most brands would think, you know, right now let's, let's call PR because, you know, it isn't a direct revenue driver. However, it will be because what you're doing is you're, playing, you're, you're, you're layering the soil. You know, you're literally getting, getting the crops ready to lay and then the Google ads kick in or the Facebook ads kick in. And it's the brands that, that we have the, that are still doing all these things, I'm very, very excited for what's going to come in the next year and two years from them. And, and it always goes back to something I was having a conversation about with someone uh, last week, which is the brands that are doing well out of this 
when I, when I mean well, I mean the brands that are really, you know, doing okay and, and surviving this without much detrimental effects are the brands that got into digital like three years ago. You know, they got into Facebook ads, Google ads, you know, they got into stuff three, four years ago. The brands that are struggling are the ones that, you know, went to the seminars, laughed about Facebook ads, went to the thing, didn't really believe it was going to work. And now the whole world is on digital. The whole world. We're on Zoom call now rather than in person. My next meetings all throughout the day are all on Zoom. Everyone's on LinkedIn more than before. Everyone's on Facebook and Instagram more than before. And the brand that thought that digital wasn't really a thing for them, wouldn't really fit with their market. Well, guess what, mate? Your whole market is now on digital and you haven't got a clue what you're doing. And, and that, for me, if I was that business owner, I would be very scared. And you'd be rushed into making rash decisions that you know nothing about, i.e., oh, let's spend money. How, where, how, you don't know. And the brands that have had three years of data, three years of lesson learned, three years of trying markets, trying campaigns, now all they've got to do to make sure they go through recessions and downturns is either increase the budget or hold out. And they're the brands that will survive. And the brands that don't survive, unfortunately, will be the ones that are running around wishing they did this three years ago. Um, so if you are listening to this podcast and you are a brand that hasn't tried it yet, well, I, I'm very, very sorry to explain this to you, but you're going to have to get ready to, and I, I would spend you this time, this downtime to start planning your campaign. I would use this time to start playing with some budgets, but it'd be my number one priority when the doors open of lockdown that you get back on this, on this show, because if this thing happens again, you're going to be right up to Creek and I wouldn't want that on anyone. Um, thanks everyone for listening. I really, really appreciate it. If you have any questions, please um, message on Instagram at distracthq and we'll speak to you next week.